Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. I'm Susan Shereko. Laura Brunetti has found a practical way to support people with all manner of mental and traumatic injuries. These techniques helped her and empower her now to help others through her teaching and the book she has written. Art, Care, Bridge to Hope, and The Caring Canvas Palette of Hope are the two books she's written. So far, I wouldn't put it past her to do more. But these tools may benefit you or others. So please wave your hands to welcome Laura Brunetti. Hello, Laura. Welcome. Hello. Gratitude is the attitude. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Is that one of your favorite things? That's lovely. <laughs> Laura, you came to teach the techniques that you do teach and write about from personal experience. Can you share a little of how you became aware of these techniques? Well, I became aware um, in 1981. I suffered a severe uh, suicidal attempt and, and depression, and uh, I, I was put in a hospital for approximately three weeks, and I was blessed with um, occupational therapy, which is a combination of art and other things, a recreation for the patient of sorts. Mm-hmm. And while I was in occupational therapy, I chose they actually had it all set up. I just had to do the uh, sh- the stringing. It was a string art piece. And uh, it was with all different colors of purple. And it was, I was so accomplished after I finished that piece. I felt like I birthed something. And I just, I don't know, it was just something that clicked. And, and that's, um, I didn't implement that right away in my life. But, but, I, but I realized that that was a key moment for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long it took before you started to implement it, but you did begin to help other people using art. Who specifically can benefit from these techniques? I, I was amazed at how many people I saw on the list. You know what? I, I would say it's it's any. Uh, I would say anybody because what I with with the art care program, it um it says it, it open minds, open doors. I don't teach art. I um enrich them. And bring out the creativity that they have. I ignite the right side of the brain, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So there's no wrong or right. And um, and people are always pleased because everybody always says, oh, I can't draw a stick figure. You don't have to draw a stick figure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, but, but how many regular people come to the work you do? Or do you actually stick pretty much within a, a more... Oh, uh, no, no, I no. Um, well, I guess maybe we're all irregular, but um, I work with seniors that um, live at home, and they're totally functional. Um, I work with seniors in a nursing home. I work with uh, people that are mentally ill. I had camps for, uh, I took the west side of Asbury Park, New Jersey, which was impoverished, and offered a free camp, and I combined it with what they call Mama's Cares, which was a family and um, 
family program, but it had children that were affected, whether it be by divorce, autism, and I combined them together. I've even had the parents sit in. So um, I would say anybody, because in life, there's always, we need coping mechanisms. And I learned early on that I didn't have them. You know, it, I learned that the art, but I didn't put it all together. And um, some really incredible things come out of this session of creativity, you know, and sometimes, you know, they're life changing. That's fascinating. I mean, I look, I look at this list and I go, Alzheimer's, PTSD, yeah. uh, working with vets. Uh, this is uh, depression, alcoholics. I mean, we're brain trauma, people who have serious brain trauma. And what what kind of experience do they have with this? Well, what had happened is I feel I'm educated as far as um, college educated, um, uh train the trainer for the ADL anti-defamation league but my education doesn't span I well I'm not educated in art and um but this kind of came on me where I don't remember the year but uh, I was just out of college in I guess it'd be in the 80s we'll say 87 and I joined you know I was always doing charity I joined the committee and I was doing the ad journal I was working on that working with a printer and at that time it was a Saturday and the printer called me. It was odd that he called on a Saturday, but I took the call and I said, hi, how are you? And he said, I have a gun in my mouth. So that oh, was wow. my first, I know, that was my first experience coping with someone that was endangered to themselves. So we didn't have cell phones or anything. So I couldn't leave the house because, you know, you had this thing that went to the regular dial phone and mm-hmm. uh, could have been push buttons. But um, and so I just kind of tried to talk him down and, um, you know, it was a breakup for him and other things. But I felt that at that moment, I don't want to say expert, but I almost became the only I almost became like a, a, you know, a hand to spirituality or God, you know, helping helping this person through God, you know, Having him call me, I mean, he had a, a lot mm-hmm. of other customers. So and he picked uh, the phone up and called you. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a blessing that he did that. Uh, oh, now obviously, yeah, I, obviously, other people are aware of you and they like what you're doing. You've wound up traveling to help kids in New York, Florida, even the Dominican Republic. Yes, and it's just it's 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 all outstanding. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, really what this does is this enriches my soul and helps me. I, you know, I, I feel that I found, you know, I found more of an awareness. I lost an awareness of, of, of faith when I got depressed, you know, and I didn't, I didn't quite grasp it, but the Dominican Republic uh, was incredible. I actually went once with a group. And we helped um, 200 kids. We had art and raised money to put a roof on their church, which took years, but but they have a roof. And I went back alone in 2019, and I saw the roof, and um, it was incredible. I shared my clothing with my artwork on the back of it. I would wear like a, you know, a jacket. And since when I was bringing 
first started with the nursing homes, I was carrying you know, all my framed artwork up to show them. And I realized it's going to be labor intensive for me. <laughs> I'd be worn out. So I, um, I had someone, uh, so, you know, pictures of my artwork and frame it in, in, you know, kind of a cloth, decorative cloth. And so they could see the jacket and they could try it on. And when I did go to the, the Dominican Republic, I left all my clothing there, those kind of clothing, because it was so impactful for the children to dance. And then, you know, they can just enjoy what, so, what they've uh, helped create or what they've seen. So what they've seen, but what they've helped create is, uh, <laughs> I would take, um, I planned it before I went and I told the pastor what I needed because I couldn't actually, you know, send palm, palm trees pieces from Florida, right. <laughs> you know, so, so I had mm-hmm. him and he said, I said, collect the coconuts too. And so I actually had a plan for the, uh, you know, the palm trees we either make, uh, it's shaped like angel wings or it's Goli- David and Goliath, you know, and the, the, the slingshot. But when I got there, one of the kids started decorating the coconut and it was just, and, and, and the kids were so, I don't speak fluent, fluent Spanish. I speak a lot of Spanish, but kids don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, no. and then I only knew one song in Spanish for Christmas. It was uh, Jingle Bells. So that's, we sang Jingle Bells all day. <laughs> <laughs> now, during the pandemic, you also decided to do more with your art. What What was that about? Well, the pandemic brought me outside when we were allowed to go in a park in the woods, you know, of course, social distancing and and I got m- much more into nature. And um, mm-hmm. it, it was, um, so I'd go hiking through the woods. I'd photograph and, uh, but basically make things out of wood. So I came to a, a field then. I was hiking. I came to a baseball field. So to me, it was like field of dreams. But at that time, we all needed prayer. So I would write in sticks, putting, placing the sticks, P. Well, you know, so the sticks were there and I take a, a shot of it and then I put that on Facebook. So people were getting excited, especially people that were a little bit depressed at home. For me, the the experience of the pandemic and the lock, that just gives me more time to do more art. <laughs> you know, that makes total sense. Yes. I think, you, you know, you are right. Because you're in a, you're in a space to be able to do that. I found myself in a similar space where the being home, I was able to pursue things that I never would have had time to do when I was at full time at the work. Right. You know, it was crazy. It was probably one of the most creative, you know, six months I had for a long time. I know, right? <laughs> God blessed a whole bunch of us with that. So now I'm, you've been told that your work is happy art. And that led to a Christian health nursing home taking a whole hallway to post your happy art in for their patients. Yes, actually, it, it's the Christian Health Care Center, but I was a patient in, on their grounds, the Ramapo Ridge Psychiatric Center. So I originally donated one painting, and then whatever, it, 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 it uh, rolled into donating, uh, redecorating a room on the psychiatric floor, and then... The CEO asked me if I would do something for the seniors because I had done a room for the seniors too. My husband and I decorated at that time. And mm-hmm. so they surprised me and they, 
they invited me to like a, a tea, and it was it was an art show of my art for the patients. That's it, fabulous. It, yeah, for some reason I don't. And another thing, I personally, when, especially with kids, I do not let them use the color black. I don't say they can't use it. I just don't have it available. Ah, okay. That works. Because if they <laughs> want to work, I, I've had people make negative things. Like my veteran made a post-traumatic, very negative, and he didn't use black, but, but you could see how negative it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember his son said, because he's an uh, expert watercolorist, from, you know, he does military paintings. His son said, Dad, this is crazy. This is, that's exactly what I wanted. You know, he had so much anger inside of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. And yet it was a positive piece because it wasn't black. Yeah, and he was so excited by it because usually he concentrates, and he is a perfectionist when it comes to his his watercolor paintings. Mm-hmm, and this has nothing mm-hmm. to do with perfection. We're trying to drag some negativity out of you. <laughs> right. And, so, so now you went ahead and published this book, this first one. Is it is it about your life or is it about art technique? It's about how art became a healing tool in my life. Basically, it it, it okay. says you know I give I give a thing because basically it's 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 uh, braiding uh, my belief in God and mm-hmm. how. How he sent, you know, how how he sent vessels to me or whatever. How I helped that man that wanted to commit suicide with the gun, and mm-hmm. um, it's um, now I lost I lost my train of thought for a second. Uh, let's see. Well, it's a bra- you said you're bringing no, it's not a, it's elements not of your life. Art. Mm-hmm. But it's not about just about art, but. At, you read the book. It's a short book. It's maybe 40 pages, but it has some pictures in it and has one, one painting, The Cozy Cottage, which I encourage nursing homes to replicate because, you know, with the pandemic, I couldn't go to the nursing homes myself. So I had to mm-hmm. teach the nurses through this book. And, you know, and then the patients paint The Cozy Cottage and they make their own name for it. Or maybe it's their old house and they put, you know, yellow shutters or so... um Basically, anybody can use it and, and, you know, give it to someone or maybe they're not even in a nursing home yet, but they're getting forgetful. Because then it brings back some positive memories, usually, because their house a long time ago was positive. Their kids were in it. And so, uh, I mean, it was amazing. I, um, my friends, it was not, my, she was like my publicist, my PR girl. Her (laughs) father was in in a nursing home and he had brain trauma. So she set up the whole thing. We got all the cozy cottages. We had people in the class that were blind and they just, you know, chose colors and we did it for them. And her father was so moved by this whole thing because it was something then that he could do, even though he was, you know, he couldn't uh, do it on one side or, you know what I mean? He could do it. His grandkids could color it for him. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? So he was able, when the grandkids came, he was able to participate by having them help him. So just, it was a win-win. And then at the end, we had like apple cider and cookies. But everybody got excited, the people that worked at the nursing home. That, you know. Yeah. It it is an uplifting thing. You know, they're always looking for projects for seniors to pick up their spirits. Then on Valentine's Day, I went to a number of nursing homes. I brought a, 
an Elvis impersonator. Now, some people were interested. Some people were doing the art. Some people even got up and danced. So it's, oh, wow. it's just, <laughs> yeah, because everybody gets like uninhibited, they see. And then I, I don't put out like, this is what you're going to make type of thing. I lay out all different things, sequins, and I let them think of things to do. People are making hanging signs. They're putting string on things that I didn't even think of. That's See, I don't amazing. like to. I don't like to just put them in a box and and this is what we're going to do. Because sometimes certain people can't do certain things, and other people can mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. things that they remember, and and then other people say, "Oh, maybe I'm going to try that." And my kid, I remember one recently in in Asbury Park. That's the seniors that you know they they go home and they're fine. Mine came out horrible. I mean, because I was really paying attention to them. I mean, according to me, you know what I mean? But they, uh, they, they got, and another thing that, that I don't know if I put it in the book, but if you get a person, just a little art kit, markers, crayons, and then they, I would leave the book of my paintings. I made like a coloring book of my paintings and, oh my God, they'd do it on their spare time. They would bring, you know, they were so proud of their little books. How wonderful. So, now, the second book, is that a workbook? No, the second book really, the first book is more of a workbook where you can rip the pages out. The second book mm-hmm. is that the veteran decided to write something about me, and we were working with the, I know how to say it, the World War II Tuscany, the, I think they were Indians or Afro-Americans that were in, mm-hmm. and he, he was, and then he wrote this whole big thing about me. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do, you know, an angle like more of a straight read and, um, you know, let people know he's in the first book, too. Mm-hmm. So he, he's now in the second book, but it's more of a straight read, more a little bit more about religion because he's, he's, you know, God and he writes about God. And mm-hmm. but um but the first book, but, but I do have a workbook. And what I do is I can send the nursing home or anybody, anybody, I send them a package of, uh, I can just send them the package and they, it doesn't have to be in the book. They'll have all the templates and they can make five copies if their neighbors are coming over or if they're bringing it to the nursing home or, so we just get it around. <laughs> gotcha. And it get, but it gives them like a template to work from to, yeah. you know, so, uh, what, I don't know if you call it filling in the blanks or at putting glue, yeah, gluing the sequence not, on it or whatever. It's a little more sophisticated than paint by number because what happens mm-hmm. is they pick the medium. Some of them paint with watercolor. Some of them use markers. Some of them use crayons. I mean, you know, they're doing some of them use different, you know, they're doing what mm-hmm. they want. So they're creating their own cozy cottage. That's very they're cool. Just, it's like when That's somebody cool. does needlepoint. But it's not mm-hmm. exact, an exact science. They're using their own colors. Their own. They look at. I. I. When I'm doing it in a nursing home, I post the colors. I post the cozy cottage how I did it. But that doesn't mean they mm. have to do it. And usually they right. never copy mine. They do their own. Mm-hmm. You know. If I have blue they on the see. edge of the roof. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You know, it's interesting. I think. I think about. You know, if you have people who are doing cruel, you know, they could cruel your your work. Absolutely. They could do embroidery. They could do that for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very neat. How did you, what, what do you think motivated you so much to do this work? Well, what motivated me is 
how even in the midst of divorce, moving chaos, this, this art makes me happy. I could care less what is, what's going on around me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know what I mean? I, 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 it, it was, it, it's just, just and like, well, I, it's a I, healing. I, I mean, it's healing and it, joy. Yes. It's healing and joy. It and I feel, mm-hmm. Like people say, oh, you're painting. I painted those watercolors a long time ago. I got sick after those watercolors in 2004, and I couldn't believe when I was in the hospital, and then my sister, I didn't want anybody to know I was painted, but of course my sister had a blab, and then my sister brought a picture, and they're like, oh my God, they're so happy, the nurse is the same. And I was, you know, I, was, I wasn't miserable, but I just didn't talk. <laughs> and for me, that's unbelievable. Is that unbelievable? <laughs> See, I, I can tell that you don't, you're not a silent person. No. Now, I'm in this uh, hospital, the Ramapro Ridge that I told you, they don't in all the paintings, and I'm with a guy, you know, the guy comes to my little table, and, 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 and he's telling everybody, he's a professional cartoonist that, I don't know what, I can't remember what newspaper, but he cartooned for years in newspapers. So he would draw mm-hmm. the patient's um, cartoons, and I, I couldn't, I, I felt like that was my inner self at that time, and I couldn't be drawing pictures for people or I went mm-hmm. along I was like a student then I went along they gave us a, a rug that we could put outside our, a mat a doormat mm-hmm. and we got to paint it in our own colors that to me I gave a lecture on that and I held it up at first I said this is my masterpiece and everybody started laughing and that was my <laughs> masterpiece you know what I mean painting mm-hmm. that doormat you know I thought it was the greatest thing now I painted so much you know other sophisticated paintings, but, but you know what? It, it gave me little steps to, to get out of my negative thinking. Not really that negative, but my depression. I put up one of my paintings. In fact, I, I lived in Florida and I asked uh, my ex-husband, I said, can you just do me one favor? There's that one painting in, in the, would you mind if I had that? I could make you an, another one. I can get a print of it. Okay, he sent it to me. It lifted me. It was just a vase of flowers, but it was more modern. It had energy in it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I I relate to my own artwork. I relate to other people's too, but I draw in the snow. I go outside in a snowstorm and I'm, I'm writing share, care, in the sand. I did uh, <laughs> Yeah, and even on the beach, I, I get the shells. You can make beautiful things with shells. You know, it's, oh, it's going to... Yeah. It's going to wash up. You know, it's going to go away. But I call it temporary art. And that, that gets me to, the, to angels. For, for people that lost children or lost a loved one, I mm-hmm. do a, a temporary art with them. And then if, you know, if they, it's more art therapy for them. And I use mm-hmm. a piece of their clothing or a prayer card. And it's just, it, it's so healing. And then they have something to hold on to. That, yes. that they were part of. Which you know. is phenomenal. Yes. yes. They helped create it. It connected them to their loved ones. Their, their son, or right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and, mm-hmm. and, and then, but I mean, I see, if I, one time in Walmart, I saw a lady, and I knew she lost her daughter in, the, in, in one of the, you know, military. So mm-hmm. I got around it while we were going there, and I said, oh, I like your necklace. I went out, I happened to have a painting of all these angels. It was already framed. 
So she told me she was moving. Her and her husband are getting out of the, I guess, the house where they had the family and they're going to a smaller location. And she was so excited. She was going to put it in the location. I never saw her again. But this is the kind of stuff that, because I worked when, when I first, even before I became an artist, I worked with a group of parents that lost children. And what I did was I, I had them hook up their charity to the hospital and we had a fashion show for the lost children and the brothers and sisters and the parents were in the fashion show. So it was a happy event for them. By being in the, in the show, participating. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like making the art, but this was their first fundraiser and it was called ADAM, Assisting Dads and Moms. Everybody went to Compassionate Friends, which was the bigger group, but this was a more personal group in a community where people, different counties close together where people lost their child. So it was more, you know, they, people knew each other, their siblings knew each other. That's really, I mean, that's very personal at that point. It's wonderful. Do you get any reviews on your book? Has anybody made any comments about them? Yeah, I think I did. I mean, I don't, I can't read them to you, but um, yes. I, I did get um, I did get uh, some deep reviews from people mm-hmm. that I just didn't expect it, you know. Right, right. Because I try to be humble, okay. So I don't tell I don't tell anybody. I I you know what I mean? Because I get more people. I don't want to you know I want to be just like everyone else. So I don't mm-hmm. say I'm an artist or this or that. I just say, oh God, I went through this or. Um, you share you share your common experiences that relate to them. Yes, like I did. I think I did get a review from. Um, I was helping a musician. He wasn't sick, but I then I saw that his agent or whatever, one of the kids was sick with leukemia. So mm-hmm. I I wound up getting in touch with the parent. The father was a, a producer, and um, he said, "Can you come to my house?" I said, sure. So I brought the Karen Canvas T-shirt. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Karen Canvas, but that's a, um, a thing I started before Art Care, and it's where I use art as a vehicle to help people. And it's just my logo, and it has a little paint. It's it's a, it's a, a kind of like, um, you know, more artsy. So mm-hmm. I talked to him, could you come over? Yes, I can come over. So I came over, I brought the T-shirt. Now, he had told me that the son, you know, he's was on experimental, it wasn't looking good, and the son was getting kind of suicidal. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, he was, I walked in and the, someone was playing the piano and another musician was there. And then they called the son in and I said, I just told him a little, I said, listen, I, I know, I know how you feel. I said, I've been depressed too. I mean, you know, and, and then, and then I said, I gave him the shirt. He goes, can I wear this in the picture? I go, yeah. So we went out in the backyard and the mother said, oh, do you have a camera? And I said, no. <laughs> Because I'm that's the way I am. I'm not, you know, playing playing with a full deck sometimes. Yeah. So, so we took the picture and then we got the dog in the picture. And what happened is he was doing. He was very. Um, he was a genius, really. So he was writing a, a script for for a show, that thing he wanted to film, and he he asked me if he, I could get a leopard couch, and I said, listen, I can get I can get fabric. And we could put it over a couch you have. Because I'm not going to be able to, me and the girl aren't going to be able to lift. I had a girl that was doing set design, helping me, because mm-hmm. I was in the, a theater group. And so she was helping me with him. So I said, so I bought, you know, I bought a jacket 
that could drape over the, a, a long coat that could drape over the, unfortunately he passed. But mm-hmm. what was remembered for the parents is all our Facebooks and all our, uh, you know, what yeah. I would write. Like I didn't know his religion. I didn't know anything, but I knew that he, he never wanted his parents to know he was that sick. You know what I mean? He, he mm-hmm. always just was out to protect everyone. So, it comes to the day of the past, they have a funeral in the church, and they have him with a microphone, he sang. But the best was prior to that, the father put together, he wanted to do a show for everybody. So the father got Jamie Foxx to come. So mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx surprised him. I did it uh, with another artist who needed help. I did, we did a million dollar bill with his face on it, and we had everybody sign it. Oh, oh. How wild. Yes. Then we go out, I go out in the parking lot after the show, and there's these people in the parking lot giving out religious things with a million dollar bill. And I told the, the, the child that, you know, this is divine, you know, divine intervention. I mean, it just doesn't Absolutely. happen. Why did we take a million dollar bill? You yeah, know, so, what are the uh, chances? Eh? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he then passed, and but when getting back to the the passing of the church, I wore the leopard coat. And then the mother was actually, you know, Sting knew he was going to pass. She was actually so excited to see me. And then I told her about the leopard coat. I mean, because she, she said, it's so wonderful my son had someone. Because even though I'm older and he's younger, we went through some of the same things with depression. And, mm-hmm. and I was kind of fun, you know, and I'm not his parent. I also had him on a radio show. It's uh, Tim McClune had a radio show. He is, he owns a restaurant in Asbury. And first they didn't want to, first some parent, the one day didn't want to let him on because he wasn't feeling well. And I had to tell the child, I said, listen, your parents are your parents. I have no, I can't, I can't, I can't make you go on the show unless your parents say, okay. So then we got him there and we recorded live and it was just, it was just wonderful. It said, mm-hmm. You know, then he passed, but he, he impacted so many people. In the process. Yes. Yes. Right. Isn't it wonderful? It's such a gift from above when that happens. It really yeah. is. So where are your books and, and materials that may be related to your books available? Okay. You can definitely get the Our Care Bridge to Hope on Dorrance, D-O-R-R-A-N-C, publishing, their bookstore. Mm-hmm. The second mm-hmm. book, Ballad of Hope, uh, Karen Canvas, can be found on Ex Libris, their bookstore. Mm-hmm. But if you Google it, it's on Amazon, it's on uh, Barnes and Noble on the computer, and I saw it on a lot of places. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they do that. Uh, you suddenly you're surprised. What I would like to is. offer your listeners, mm-hmm. anybody um, you know who wants, I can send you the books, and you can send it to them, or whatever you want me to do. I have books you know, that I keep in stock because I give the mm-hmm. books away. Selling the book isn't really, my book is, my goal is to get the message out. So I give it to nursing homes or people in my neighborhood or, so I'd be more than happy. And if anybody wants to talk to me, anything about their child, um, I'd be more than happy to uh, lend a hand. Spend some time. Yes. How yeah. wonderful. That's a wonderful, wonderful gift for them. Um, and we can, and they can come through me to reach you. So that's fine. Um, oh, okay. Unless you want to give away a, an email address or do, or do you have a Facebook page, a place where they could reach you directly? 
Yeah, I have a Facebook page, but I, I think if I gave the email, it would be better. They can write a long okay. personal message. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So That's they don't perfect. have to. Okay. So my email is B-R-U-N-E-T-T-I-L-A-3-3 at gmail.com. And once okay. again, my name is Laura Brunetti, B-R-U-N-E-T-T-I. And I have a lot of experience, um, you know, with different medications and I could, you know, I could just give them resources where they can look up on the computer or, cause I lived, I'm, I'm 62 years old and it started when I was 21, my mental mm. health issues. So I kind right. of been, you've been doing it for a while. I've been now. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so you go and you talk at nursing homes, you talk wherever people want to hear you speak. You have yeah. a, yeah, I mean, it really is just, uh, it's a wonderful gift to be able to willingly give away so much and not be worried because about that. I willingly got, you know, from the different people in the hospital that were so kind to me. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for people like me, like I'm saying that they were like me and I, and I, they almost like mentored me to help other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the process of working with you. They were yes. teaching you. Mm-hmm. That's yes. amazing. Well, I seriously, Laura, one of the things that's so special about you is that you are not in this work for the money. You are certified in feng shui as a yes. practitioner. But I think you're so blessed to be able to use your talents to help people in need, to take that, that training of feng shui to attach, you know, to connect to people the training that came through the spirit, the training that came, came through your artwork. You know, you just have been given a wonderful array of talents to help. So, uh, you know, I'm really, I thank you. I thank you for sharing your experiences. Um, the book, the first book, The Art Care, Bridge to Hope. And then the next one, which is The Caring Canvas, Palette of Hope. Uh, because they are, you know, they are magnificent books for People who are looking for what, you know, solutions, looking to connect to that inner healing side of themselves, and they're right. both very practical. They're practical, you know. They have, and they affect almost everyone. I mean, how many books are like that? It's really wonderful. So, thank you again, thank you. Laura. Oh, yeah. my pleasure. Thank you. It's been great um, being with you today, and, well, and, and your listening audience. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. They're important too. Well, yeah. that kind of does it. That kind of does it for us today, folks. I'm going to say bye for now and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.